This is Jordan Delvin, the import killer, the OGT world champion, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this this is the this, this is the post mortem. This is know? the super show. This is a super show it's, right here. We're super showing it. It's it was quite a weekend of wrestling going on, especially for you, Corey, who embarked on a journey of the city of angels, Los Angeles. You know, uh, I wish I could have made the trip, but uh, you know, that's just you know that's how life goes. But yeah. uh, you went and you went and saw a. A fuck ton of wrestling, pretty wrestling. much. It's probably the most wrestling I've seen in five days. Yeah, it and was pl- a total of five days. And plus, it's Thanksgiving week, too, so we figured we'd give you something a little... Oh, sorry about... Uh, rub- I know. I'm, yeah. I'm rubbing all the sound in your ear with the... He's wrapping the microphone you cables guys to that? the mic stand. Oh, dude, no, that's I, just a good... Kid. I was that's tying them down to their seats so they yeah. can listen yeah. to a brand new episode of City Wrestling. Right, guys, we usually have a Raw review and Smack smack It, our SmackDown Live review, but this tonight... Is called, yeah, it's called a super show. Today it's a super show. Because I already talk- made the thumbnail. No, I know. Uh, we're gonna talk a little little Survivor series, talk about Raw and talk about SmackDown Live from this week. And guys What about LA Confidential? We talked well, we, we talked about LA Confidential. You talked about LA Confidential with, uh, with Cindy G. With Cindy G yeah. on our last show where we covered that and uh, NXT Takeover War Games two on soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio. It is the second war games. Shoot. The second war games. World War Games two. World War War Raiders Shut War Raiders. <laughs> but guys, thank you for tuning in. Wherever you're tuning in, whether it's KCSF or SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Um, yeah, and if you're a new listener, I know like I, I met a lot of new people during the Los Angeles weekend. Bill cool Simmons, if you're listening right now, hey, uh, he had a sticker. Drink it in, man. Drink it hey, in, man. Thank you, and we can't wait to have you the on ringer, the show. And we're gonna have like we're gonna be. I'm just gonna be right. We're just gonna be right up there with David Shoemaker. Do you want to do that show with him, Bill Simmons? I feel like that's you. Like I'm not. I mean, I'd love to do a show with Bill Simmons. Like he like the thing is about Bill Simmons is that he's. He's definitely he definitely considers himself an outsider. Like he okay for those who don't know Bill who Bill Simmons is besides Bill Simmons himself, who's probably most likely listening to this right Too now. Bill sweet. Simmons, how you doing? Like that um, outsider? Yeah, he's uh, he's most he's he's a sports journalist. Um, he runs the Ringer. Uh, he used to run Grantland, which was like an ESPN website show okay. where they kind of just like you know they. It was just in like an off-brand kind of thing right. that ESPN had until they closed that down, and he decided to you know start another one with the Ringer, and he would definitely have like this section or like a, this his own people who would cover professional wrestling with David yeah. Shoemaker and uh, well, that's all I know so far. But um, and they would nice do and it, no, and they have a show called the Mask Man Podcast, and uh, they they're definitely if you want like a pod if you want a, you know listen to us. Too, but if you want to listen to a podcast where it's definitely caters to the outsider's perspective, the lapsed fans, oh, uh, like yeah. the one who, and then they really just look at like you know justifications of why this should happen, why that happened, yeah, um, yeah. Wait, this, this, this shows for more of like the uh, the no DQ dot com type of people. I would say the the woke marks, the woke marks. That's that's our. I think that's what we were going for. Yeah, right, that's a, bit, that's a bit corny. Hey, this is where we hold pro wrestling accountable. Okay. Hey, it's on the fly. Triple H, you did that. You Vince, did that. you did that. But like I said, thank you everyone. Thank done. You, you done did it. You done did it. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Whether you're a new listener or an old listener, or you know, young listener that's new, and I don't know. Whoever yelled at Corey saying "nice shirt," I enjoy the show. Thank you. Props to you. Um, it was me. Thank you for t- tuning in on SoundCloud.com/slash/CityWrestlingRadio. Also across a plethora of other fine podcasts. Also, uh, yeah, iTunes, Google, or Google Play, Stitcher, Castbox, you know, all of them. Look at one of them if I didn't name it, and we're probably there because they yep. just suck up RSS feeds. Thanksgiving uh, Eve. Also, okay, yeah, go follow ahead. us on social media at CWR415. I jumped the gun. I'm Facebook, sorry. Twitter, Instagram. I'm your host, Corey Smith, live back in the Diamond Studio. Um, like I said, post LA. Post uh, LA, post Survivor Series, post Mortem. Post, uh, yeah, post everything. Um, yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk a little bit of Survivor Series. So you're Corey Smith. I'm Corey uh, Smith, and you are. I'm Bill Simmons. No, I'm Michael Vergara. (laughs) My co-host for today. A little, Uh, a little quiet here in the in the studio. Um, Jose, he's taking the night off. He's. It's Wednesday. It's Thanksgiving's Eve. You know, like it's the biggest day. It's like the probably the busiest day for anyone that actually has a family. I mean, my parents think I'm getting like potatoes for the mashed potatoes that we have to make. Just tell them there's like a really long line. Yeah. Just say no. There's a long line. Sorry. Canyon Market open? Yeah. 
if they're open. I should probably. How do you? What do you think? If they're they'll be po- oh, they'll be busy. Yeah. Are their potatoes good? I mean, they're potatoes. They're, they're, they're like, only well, as good as you, you know, yeah, use they're, them. They're, right? Exactly. I've had cheap potatoes that tasted like a million dollars. I've had million dollar potatoes that tasted like crap. And one that's just soaked in Jameson. That's the only way to make potatoes. Actually, oh, right. sure, to sure, 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 sure. Let's talk a little Survivor. Let's talk some wrestling. Wrestling. This because this is a wrestling podcast. We here are for the wrestling of the sports entertainment variety and uh, Survivor yeah. Series, November eighteenth, two thousand eighteen. Yeah, we're not going to go through the entire car, but like, what? What's really? I think what we want to talk about what really stuck out for us. Well, I mean, what really stuck out for us is that SmackDown didn't win a goddamn thing. That's not. That's, not, that's a damn lie. First off. They did win. Didn't something. count. I mean, that's what that's. They hammered that they <coughs> six hammer- and one. Yeah, it's six and one. But is you know? Um, yeah, no, no. No, I absolutely agree, and I think it's weird how that happened. Um, s- I heard that it was like a mess up in the back. Oh yeah, but there was like a form of miscommunication with the bookers. I feel like it's just the tag team is like, you know what? Fuck this. You Vince know got like, there late. No, like I bet, like they like along with the bookers like the tag team division just kind of went into business for themselves like dude usos like you are guy usos new day you are legit like the best ones out here revival too like let's just let's just knock it out of the park gable you fucking it was a really good match you german suplex jimmy or jay off the top rope yeah i mean that was a really good match altogether that first opening match it was great like Um, i was surprised nowhere i was surprised how good the raw tag teams did for themselves especially like rude and gable Again, it was just like it just came off as these guys just they had like a chip on their shoulder and wanted to really just kind of just steal the show. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it was kind of an example where like the yeah, like the the, whenever I hear that story of a miscommunication with the bookers, I just feel like I read that as these guys went into business for themselves. And this is all speculation, too. I'm not saying this is actually true, but yeah, I can definitely see them like, you know. These guys are the best. Like, what? Like, is Sanity going to be the the ones that are going to be the Soul Survivors? No, fuck that. Usos. Sanity, the people who are taking orders because and of, Anderson. Uh, of brand supremacy. Yeah, I mean, they're talented. Gallows and Anderson are talented, but, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But they're not going to be the Soul Survivors. I mean, come on. They're one foot out of the door here, actually. You hear about that? I mean, I've heard rumors, but yeah. um, we'll see. I mean, maybe they'll go to... Uh, all elite wrestling. Oh my god! Do you, should we just talk about that right now? I let, mean, are let, we the new news show let's, too? Let, let's save it in case we do something else this week. Yeah. But uh, uh, Survivor Series. So that was the pre-show. They didn't count it, but SmackDown did in fact win. Um, six, oh, yeah, six and zero. Oh, uh, so uh, it was started, weird. What started the show? Like, what, what was your overall like feeling? It was it was a hot crowd. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Um, the pay per views are always exciting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They keep going. They don't stop like Raws and Smackdowns do. For commercial breaks, they stop There's, for like the occasional like video package. Yeah, because they're not catering to a television schedule, oh, you know. Yeah, and um, overall, I mean, Staples Center was cool. Of course, you it know. was the Staples Center. It's really, Survivor Series, really good chicken sandwich fall, there. All classic, really. I will say like, that. Describe it to me. Like it, it was just like a buttermilk. Uh, they had dark meat and white meat. Buttermilk, uh, deep fried <laughs> There's chicken bones sandwich. in those <laughs> chickens. Yeah, uh, uh. Uh, but it was delicious. I had one. I think every day I was there. Um, oh my god! Margar- Margar- how, how 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 expensive were they? Uh, they were about twelve bucks. Like, and how big were they? They were sandwich size, regular sandwich. That's size. that's not an actual metric, Corey. Sandwich, sandwich size, size. Yeah, you know, sandwich size. Um, um but yeah, uh, stable center. You know, cool. let's just. I'm gonna go through them for oh. match because we we. Well, I know we're just doing off the cuff, but I legitimately oh, well, don't well, remember. Well, I mean, not okay. So the AOP versus the bar. Let's go through that. AOPP. That's yeah, it. Yeah, AOPP. That's, all, that's, that was, all, that's that was the number one thing you got that out was, of that. That was dumb. I mean, I wasn't even in the crowd for it. Enzo Amore in the crowd, though. Oh, yeah. How about that? That little squirt. How about how about that? He jumps on the certain point during this match. Like he, he jumps on his seat after getting a, close to a front row. I'm, so I think looking, it was second row. I'm looking at the Wikipedia article for Survivor Series. One of the main titles of, like, you know, it was like events, synopsis, reception, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. One of them was is Enzo Amore hijacking incident. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. So he's made it. He's made it. He's in the annals of um, Wikipedia history. He gets on. Uh, eventually, he jumps out of his seat, takes off his disguise because he had a wig on and a hoodie oh, on. Oh, you should have seen the picture of him with his wig. He just looked like a freaking like a, a, a 12-year-old. Yeah. Um, some people actually thought they saw him. They Some people were kind of pointing him out before this. Yeah. Um, but this happened. He gets on the seat with a, he had a replica title in his hand. He starts doing his. Everybody knows this story. Well, yeah. yeah. He starts doing his sh- uh, shtick and 
A replica title. It was not a replica title. It was a title he made his on his own. Oh, really? It was a custom-made title. Um, so then he gets pulled out by security. He does Same security woman who uh, stopped uh, Rob Gronkowski yeah, from entering d- the ring. WWE security. Yeah. Um, Very well liked. Apparently someone um, punched him um, on the way out by accident. Uh, One of the security by, quote, guards. Quote, unquote, by accident. He yeah. fell into my fist. Exactly. Um, so that kind of... It w- but it was... It was probably the highlight of that match because, I mean, let's say said Drake Maverick peed his pants. And How, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess we should just talk about the two uh, Team Raw, Team SmackDown shows. I mean, some matches. How about that Nia Jax, <laughs> Corey? How about that Nia Jax? Tell me how, yeah, tell Nuclear me how Nuclear heat. Yeah? That, the Could team, you feel the booze in your ears? Oh, my God, it was bad. Like, everyone just... Eh, Every single person in that stadium yeah. was booing Nia Jax. So having been there live, do you think, are you of the belief that due to the atmosphere that you were in, do you think that her push and her heat and her like, you know, her overall standing within the company as we see fit right now, do you think it's justified for them to, you know, not like reprimand her backstage, just Put just like just go with this. Be the fa- hashtag facebreaker. They're going to. I think. I know, but how do you feel about that? I mean, I think that she. I because th- you were there live, and I'm just thinking, like, you know, like. Here's the thing. This whole thing. It's about, all about heat. Now, you know? now they're gonna have Nia versus Ronda. Yeah, and you At can't. That last yeah. night, that night, Survivor Series, they both had pretty. They were both had pretty a lot of heat. You know, Nia Jax more so than Ronda. I just wish it wasn't so much of a squash on Oscar. I'll say that, like, uh, if you give them, like, three minutes, give them a couple of hope spots. I mean, it was like a five-on-five elimination match. Yeah, just give us a couple of hope spots. I thought, like, it could have gotten, like, three or two minutes. I, You know, I'm only saying two or three minutes because I didn't think the match was all that great anyway. Right, right. I mean, the only high main highlight of that match was Sasuke and Sasuke, uh, Sasha Banks and uh, Asuka. Sasuke. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And uh, Team SmackDown versus Team Raw, the men's version how was Shane O'Mac on that one? That was incredible. I, I will say this. I got some pretty cool pictures, some pretty cool videos yeah. that I posted on the um, at CWR415 Facebook, uh, Instagram account. And, man, him going coast to coast, like, what, twice and then getting hit on a third one? I laughed like an absolute asshole oh when God. Braun Strowman came out of nowhere and clotheslined um, Shane out of midair. Yeah. I thought this match, like... I never took this match any seriously at all, especially mm-hmm. as soon as Samoa Joe got eliminated first. Now, how was that? Well, he, oh, that everyone uh, that was a lot of heat they were getting from that. But at the same time, I heard he is working with an injury. Yeah. So. So is Dolph Ziggler. He yeah. didn't get eliminated. But first. I mean, it, it, who who knows what injury is? Uh, who, yeah. You know the but, extent of the injury to which person. <laughs> but um, it like as soon as that like as soon as Samoa Joe got eliminated, like okay, look, I'm not gonna. What? Joe. You said Mojo. Oh. No, I said Joe. No, you said Mojo. Why am I thinking about that? <laughs> but, uh, like... Because you just said Gronker earlier, I, maybe. Yeah. As soon as I, like... As soon as that happened, like, I did not take this match any seriously at all. And yeah. then once that... You know, the seriousness got... Got to been taken out of me. Yeah. I enjoyed it a little bit more than it, you know, actually deserved to be. Yeah. Especially with Shane O'Mac. Especially with The Miz. I thought The Miz was great. It was like, go! Get up! Get up, Shane! Do it again! Yeah. Um... I'm a little bummed, though, because, like, after this, after that night, you know, the whole Shane McMahon thing, he gets on Twitter, and, you know, something's got to change. You know, we'll get there. Lost. I know, I'm just saying. Yeah. So, uh, just keep Seth, that in mind. Seth Rollins defeating Shinsuke Nakamura. It was fun. It was really it fun. It was fine. Like, it, it was... Look, these guys, these guys, both these guys have been wrestling for a very long time. Yeah. Um, they have their by-the-numbers offense that they do which is just enough just enough at like just enough to keep you entertained but it never gets to that next level they're really both like it's yeah it's okay hit number one number two yeah gears three yeah bike gears and so i expected that out of i lightweight expected that out of shinsuke nakamura i did not expect that out of seth Rollins. really because i I thought he worked really safe i felt like i thought these guys were probably gonna like maybe because shinsuke is a little older yeah, I mean, and, and I Seth know, Rollins, he, and maybe Seth Rollins was just like you know, since his history of injuring people in the back. And I mean, he, injury injuring people in general. Yeah, maybe I was gonna to, say maybe you know uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, he hasn't he hasn't had a feud in how long? Like a real actual feud? He's legitimately floundering in that roster. Who who knows? Maybe he's maybe he has an injury too. You know, maybe he's working with an injury. Maybe he was always injured this entire time. Ever since signing with NXT. Ever since, like, maybe that match he had with Sami Zayn, he just popped something and never told anybody, and this is why he's performing at this level Uh, this entire time. 
But hey, he's Shinsuke Nakamura. He's like, that's he's, why my, my he's a bit more than a wrestler. That's why my blows in the nuts weren't so hard. You know, that's okay. why I didn't win the title from it. Yeah, I mean, hey, it, it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, you talked about AOPP, uh, Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali with the CWR colors, repping oh, real hard. You know he he chose what brand he's to a, fight he's for. A, he's a go hard he, on the podcast, podcast, podcast. He's a he's a C, he, he's um I was gonna say he's a CWR, but maybe he was the guy that yelled out, "Nice shirt." It wasn't him, oh. um, but. <laughs> It was another cool guy. It was very clear that it was not Mustafa Ali. No, yeah, I, I, I saw him. Um, it'd be cool if it was Mustafa Ali. Maybe he did, and I didn't hear him when I was like walking. He was like walking past me, and I yeah. was like too in the like zone to go to get a burger. And he was like, "Hey, nice show." God. What if it was Noah who helped him like film those vignettes? I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, he's probably a talented individual. No, no. oh god, Noah. Even Noah wins the CWR Predictions Championship. He's fired. Uh, I, just kidding. <laughs> hey, well, that title has now been vacated. <laughs> yeah, he, he's fired. Um, no, he's he's, he's got to pay his dues, man. He, I don't think I don't think you can fire interns. Can I you? need to I need to have a show with 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 Noah with, with, with the kid Noah Watts Bay. Yeah, I need a one on one time with the kid one two three kid. I feel like this is gonna be like like an I'm Razor Ramon and he's one two three kid. Okay, I'll put him over. I'll put him over real well. Hey yo, you want to go get a drink after this? Dude, like I the, promise, it won't be a bad influence on you. Like every Friday, <laughs> like there was a story. I think like, um, like there was this pizza delivery man who um who would or who where Scott Hall would order, um, thin crust, uh, pepperoni pizza with a diet sprite almost every Thursday from two. And he's he would go to Scott Hall's house and then he would he would eat it with uh, with um, uh, Sean Waltman. Oh, nice! And so that's that's what they do. Oh, eat Domino's thin crust pizza. Yeah. Domino's thin crust pizza is not that bad. And Domino's Sean- in general is, you know, it's not the world's greatest. But then you get it's it's right up there with Taco Bell. <laughs> you get what you you know. It has its own branding of like you don't completely hate yourself shittiness. after eating after eating it. I don't know, man. Uh, the, I do my fair share of self loathing and. With Domino's, it's a it's a rare kind of it's a rare, rare kind of unique feeling, you know. Yeah, although it's like finding the right. They did board. have those really good ch- like barbecue chicken wings for a long time. Yeah, instead of they j- and then like and then they'd start giving you just like regular ass chicken wings and then just give you the dipping sauce. Like this is fucking bullshit. Really? Yeah, it's like here you fucking oh, do this yourself. Come in the foil. Yeah, and, oh. and no, it's still the foil. It's just these un like oh, that's unloved that's chicken wings. That's a bummer. You gotta like get your own. Mix them yourself. Eat them with rice. It's the dirtiest my hands ever. Like, it's great. Yeah. It's great. I like to get my hands dirty. Uh, What else happened? Speaking of getting your hands dirty. Uh, Charlotte Flair, the dirtiest diva in the game. She doesn't say a diva anymore. No. No, That's a drop term. Uh, How did this feel? This is... Like, did people legitimately hate the finish at at first? No. Like people's like people, oh shit! People jumped up out of their seat and were cheering for it at the end of the show. Yeah, it's, it was. I this match was my match of the night. Honestly, it was my favorite match. It was back and forth between the two well, women. Well, there, but yeah. And uh, what to your match of the night? Yeah, oh, of I, course. Yeah, it should we'll, be obvious. <clears throat> we know what your match of the night is. We'll talk about it in a second. But yeah, no. Uh, Ronda versus Charlotte, back and forth. Both these women. It's a very interesting direction with Charlotte, and the fact that the crowd was just so into it. Yeah. Um, so much heat on Ronda at Survivor Series, in which they address none of that on Monday Night Raw, and literally which is completely insane. To people me. were chanting like, like started chanting na 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 na. Yeah, um, people were chanting. I mean, like, I don't remember that, but then like, just like well, I can, just I, I hear believe, around I believe me, yeah. you. I believe you. Uh, people were booing her, and then there was a, like everyone was booing her, and then she like got on the ramp and she's looking at everyone, and I legit was like, oh, she's gonna she, like just she she's legit turning. pissed. She's legit. Pissed. Did you not? Did you watch the? Did you watch Survivor Series? No, like I've, on I've, the, no, I haven't watched it. So there was this part where this man. Oh, oh, oh okay. I yeah. heard about this. <laughs> like where there was a guy who just says like, Becky's the man. You're not the man. And then she just glares at this guy who said this and says, you're not the man. And I feel like that was just something that she did. Off I, the I thought she said, you're, was, you're not a man. You're not a man. You're not the man. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is. But she just was just livid. And it's really weird because when she gets up to the ramp, I was my section was pretty close to the ramp, and I was probably like four or five rows up. No, row eight, I think, row nine. And she looks right in my section. And everyone was booing her, and I was just like, "Boo!" She looks at me. I was like, "I'm sorry." 
I'm sorry, Rhonda. She's just giving you the glare like, Corey! She was looking. What are you doing? She was looking right at me. She's like, I, you thought you had my back, Corey. You, you're just one of those millennials that eat avocado, avocado toast. toast. wearing skinny jeans. And I do. I mean, I used to wear really skinny What's jeans. wrong with skinny jeans and avocado toast, lady? I wear slim jeans Again. now. Oh, God. Uh, that promo. That it's... And then you see Ronda Rousey's like Twitter, like social media, and how just Becky would just trounce on her every single fucking. She still time. does. She still she is. She still does. And that's what. And I think that's completely genius on Becky Lynch's part because anybody who was anybody, anybody else with an injury, usually they're pretty silent. Yes. But Becky Lynch, she continues to become relevant into the conversation even though she's out of action. Yeah, I was really bummed. I was by, really bummed. like just dunk, just dunking on Ronnie. All the goddamn time. I, my favorite was uh, she was, hey, everyone, look, Ronnie likes her own tweets. And it had and screenshots. Screenshots all the, yeah. Oh, my God. And um, yes, I I love it so much. Again, the fantastic. You know, this is uh, Charlotte, Ronda, probably going to be a ro- 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 the Rumble match. OK, my question is, is the, the Charlotte Ronda match. Do you think and this is my opinion. My opinion is that that would have been the exact same finish. To Becky v. Ronda. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think so. And they would have done, and they would, and then like they would just swap places. Like Becky and Ronda would have been at Royal Rumble. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Which is just strange to me because, like, yes, Charlotte's better as a heel, in yes. my personal opinion. Absolutely. But it's just, it's, it kind of just makes me really reconsider the dynamic of just heels and faces in general in WWE as of right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's, like this person's not getting over. Let's turn him heel. Like I say this all the goddamn time. This person's not getting over. Let's turn him heel, thinking it'll just light the spark in their fire. And like you'll get a Becky Lynch or you'll get a fucking Sami Zayn. And but they uh, just don't know how to write good people. But can it be not just that? But like, like you'll get more Jason di- Jordan. Maybe more dimension to characters. Like yeah, I think like, there's just more dimension right now to Becky Lynch because I think Becky Lynch, honestly, I think she's a face no matter what anyone says. Not because she's cheered, but because she's fighting. She was for given what she a was. she was given a really bad hand. She's playing the um, the disgruntled worker. Like you know think what I mean? about it. Like Charlotte Flair got inserted into a triple threat match against against like Carmella and Becky Lynch. Yeah. Like and I've ever saying this before. Like I. Yeah, be mad, be mad at Charlotte, but you should also be mad at Paige. I was one because you Paige was it was Paige's idea, remember? Yeah, yeah. And I just thought like I, I feel like I feel like you should be also mad at you know the person who suggested this in the first place. Like I'm not gonna blame Ronda. I mean I'm not gonna blame Charlotte for doing what she did. An opportunity is an opportunity, but uh, you know. But Daniel Bryan too. Like I would say with Daniel Bryan, like I feel like there's more depth to his character now like that hyperbaric chamber man what the hell's going on what is going on in there it's, dude you know like in cap you know like in the captain america movie where like he takes the super soldier serum and then like he goes into that chamber and then like he starts yelling like put, 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 unplug the device and he says no he comes, keep going he comes back just big like brock yeah he comes back big like yeah he comes back like brock but then instead of like daniel Bryan, he's just like this sniveling psychotic weird dude which yeah. you know what it's the part he was born to play, baby. But Charlotte v. Ronda, I definitely felt like it was a very... It was the the wrestling fans versus... Like, Charlotte was fighting for the wrestling fans. Fight, no, she was fighting against the wrestling fans. No. I you don't think, think Charlotte... Oh, no, 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 no. No, okay, she was no, fighting no, no. for... I'm, I was thinking about Ronda. Well, Ronda's... Like yeah, she's, she the represents the WWE um, corporate, corporate office, sort of. <laughs> that's exactly what I but thought. But then, like, mind. that's the thing. Like, okay, let's have this heel... Let's have her turn heel... And we expect a babyface reaction out of that. Like, you know how, you know how backwards your writing has to be in order to, you know. But why does wrestling have to be so linear? Like that. How, and I was thinking about this like the entire well, week. Like, just... people say like, oh well, you know, like if you like, I was listening to Brian Alvarez and he was like, well, you know, that's just not how you write something. That's not how you write a, a heel turn or something. I was like, well, why does it have to be so ABC? You know, because. I know because like what I I mean I don't I didn't listen to what Brian Alvarez was saying but then it's just that he just does it a lot. It's just they forgot how to get from point A to point B and they just hope they just accidentally get into it. So like you see that Joe elimination, right? That yeah. quick Joe elimination. Yeah, yeah. They want to make they want to and I think John Pollock of Post Wrestling he uh he said this too where there are just some people like an Oscar and a John, uh a Samoa Joe where they believe that they are bulletproof no matter what they do to them mm-hmm. because they're always going to get over no matter what and that no matter how weak you make them look, 
the audience is still going to believe that they are legitimately, you know, at the best at what they do. But but look at but then like but then but then it's but, also it that but then that can be held true to some people. Like, like we hold Finn held Ballard. true to some people, and that's also like it's a wrong way to approach a Joe and an Oscar. I'm just saying that's how they th- would yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think every every person's different. Cause I do and think, I do like, think, and also Finn Balor too. Like that. Like I think he's taken a lot of loss, but he's he, Drew McIntyre's plaything. He still is super over. Like you know how many Balor yeah. shirts there are in the audience. You know how many people, you know, jump for his entrance. Yeah, and I and you know like. And I'm, again, like, it's, I'm always the, against turning heel for the sake of turning heel, but, like, I see Finn Balor as a guy who would make a pretty okay heel. I mean, he's, like, that's how he got famous in the first place, but then you would have to abandon so much merch money and hit at that point. He's just like, who is this? Dean fucking Ambrose. Who the fuck is this? And just, you know, shoot some, make this little hand gesture. And- Tell me how you think about Okada. Oh. And then... Yeah, thank you, Okada, for the rain. By the way, today in San oh, Francisco, yeah, it is raining. Yeah, that's God. What is it, like first time in months, man? Oh, it's so nice. It was nice to come back. And Have you ever seen the rain? The rain? I saw Shut you and him. Uh, and our next match tonight, the main event. Main events. You know, the one time AJ Styles got a chance to main event a fucking pay per view, he's gone. He's not champion. And it's uh, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, good shit. Daniel, Daniel. Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. How Man. okay? I'm gonna ask you this question. 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 Yeah. Um, what was the atmosphere like it, in the fir- the, the first, first half of the match? Ger- no, the first German suplex. It, in, oh, the first German suplex. That was especially, the deadliest looking thing I've ever seen in my entire especially life. Especially Daniel Bryan. The way the, he sold it too, where he just had this blank expression on his face as he was just he was just out after the that. Ring. You know what I mean? Like it, it was. I, it I mean, was. That's what he done. wants you to think. Exactly, and I. I kept sitting there. I was like, "He's playing possum." Has anyone played two K nineteen? He's playing possum. He's playing possum. Exactly. He, but he really He's kicking was, him. He, he was really kicking him. wasn't playing possum. Like oh, he yeah. legit was getting oh, his yeah. ass kicked. And um, and then he just got over. He just got is, his chance. I'll say this. I now want to ask this. How was the atmosphere like with the first knee? Oh, it, it started coming back alive. I yeah. bought it. I yeah. fucking bought it. Like if he needs him once and they pin, I'm throwing my uh, my. My desk chair, like across the room, in happiness. Well, because I did think that, like, I was ready. I, I was ready. <laughs> I thought that's how it was going to happen, especially with storyline wise. I thought because you know we're going to get Goldberg too. You know how they were saying Baron Corbin. You know he has to he has to sweep to become GM, and um, and Braun has to you know it, and he need, they need to win everything. See, too. this is what this is where my pick for Brian kind of comes into play. Like you know they might just be crazy enough to do this. Yeah. They might be crazy enough. And so, like, as soon as that first knee happened, I was all in, dude. I was just like, oh, my eyes were glued to the television screen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, oh, shit. The, the bastard's doing it. He's actually doing it. This is actually happening. He's stop- He's doing the Brian Danielson. He holds fucking Brock Lesnar's arms, and he's stomping him straight into the face. The shit that he would do to Kenta or it Samoa was, Joe or Takeshi, Mor- um, Takeshi Morishima. Yeah. All this other stuff, like, oh, shit, we're getting ROH, Ryan Danielson, final countdown, oh, God. And then every time he ran to Brock Lesnar, I just think, oh, he's going to run into an F5. Oh, no, he connected. Okay, he's running again. Okay, he's going to run into an F5. Nope, he connected again. Yeah, yeah. That was just my like entire like mindset throughout this match. Like, okay, we're going to see the Flash F5, and it's going to end. And, you know, I bought I, I bought into it, man. I really like I really loved this match. It was a great match. It was really dude. fun. I really liked it. I, yeah. I would just have to say I had a lot more fun for Ronda and Charlotte. Of course. But this match was great. It was a good way to end the show. Now, can you imagine if this was given, like, a three-week build? Oh. oh. Like, people, well, people would be, you know... I think the atmosphere would have been completely Especially different. if you have, like, Brock play face. Not in a face way, but Brock just play you, face. You like, know, dude, what are you doing, Daniel? Like, also, you're, honestly, you're like, crazy. I just feel like the heel turn was unnecessary. Oh, for right then? Right then and there. Like, yeah. But then I guess you needed to take the title off AJ somehow. But then he's Daniel Bryan. It's, w- it's weird. AJ wasn't there all week. It's it's odd. He, he you know, like that dude. And he's he's been, currently negotiating for a new contract. And he's year. been taken off Mixed Match Challenge. Like, yeah, so he's taking a, I think he's taking a break. In which he should. That dude was working nonstop. He should, but yeah, he should. He I should. Guess. All right. You're Corey. I'm like, what? You're going to say AJ. Work, dude. Work these dates for me, motherfucker. No, say like, Corey. I can't. I can't work. I gotta those see dates. my family. I bought a fucking Atari Jaguar in Akihabara District, and I need to pay that off. I watched a little bit of that 365 documentary. <laughs> I want you. Oh, you know, I 
I got an, also a, a 3DO. Have you ever played 3DO? I bet you haven't. You, you have this Dreamcast with a screen on top of it. A way of I bet the, you don't have the that. The Way of the Samurai. That you know, was, we can dance. Those we were some dance. weird. You ever played a 3DO? 3DO? They were like very. I've heard of Panas- it. Panasonic 3DO. It was a video game system from the early 90s. I know. I know what it a is. A lot EA. of. Trip Hawkins made it. A lot of uh, video based, like <laughs> video based games. But like, you know, the video games. That yeah, were, like, full motion videos. Yeah, like, yeah. It was like, that was kind of a craze in the early 90s because like CD technology was just kind of just, you know, breaking out. CDs. And so they yeah. like, hey, we're able to put video Future. on these things. And so let's make interactive videos because people want to play real life. You can't get more real than real, right? Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat is one of the biggest. But yeah. Yeah. AJ Styles, a, yeah. AJ Styles, AJ, AJ Styles. Oh, so, uh, you have uh, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, of course, he runs into an F five. Uh, yeah. For the pain and the win, I thought the match was still great, and uh, let's see where Daniel Bryan's going from there. And but that was Survivor Series. You know, it was a better show than last year. Um, unanimously better than last year. I I did like the AJ. Well, I th- honestly, there, they were, there was no AJ thing. AJ Brock versus the, uh, Brian Brock. It was kind of the same match. Yeah, yeah. I would say it was about the same level. Yeah, at least still good. Yeah. Then we go from Survivor Series. I went back to my hotel room. No, kicked DQ. it with the no DQ people. They did a little uh, post show in with my Cindy hotel G, room. Cindy G, Aaron Rift, and, uh, and who else? Jeff Meacham. Jeff Meacham. All good. All nice people. Nice people. That uh, Ronda Rousey cosplayer. She wasn't. She wasn't there the second night. But hey, she's nice too. She's she's very passionate about Ronda Rousey. She was very at, passionate. She was at all the the meet and greets that we can. You know, Undertaker was in SoCal doing meet and greets. You want to know how much the tickets were? Like, just like, guess. Just guess, real quick. Um, Two hundred. Um, well, first off, let me just tell you this: the ticket for the picture was separate from the ticket for the autograph. So just guess first. Okay, two hundred and seventy. More than the Survivor Series. One hundred and seventy-five dollars each. It's the Undertaker, man. Come it's on, the man. Undertaker. It's the Undertaker. Uh, then Alexa Bliss. A show that he had nothing to do with. Uh, Alexa Bliss, Kurt Hawkins, and um, Zack Ryder did a meet and greet at the Mattel store the next day. Oh, of course it's Zack Ryder. That um, dude is really into action. But figures. I had a little meet and greet myself with Alexa Bliss. I mean, She's, how did that go? Like, you told me about, you told me well, about I saw this her every once. chance you get. I like, saw her once in the morning time, and she was leaving for the meet and greet. And so I you guys, just, like, happened to be in the same hotel? Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I was at the same hotel with My Road Dogs. Blah 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 blah. No, <laughs> no, no Buddy, Mur- Buddy Murphy was in town too, so I'm not. The Colossus um, is just Dean Malenko was at my hotel. I didn't see him, but I heard he was there. Um, yeah. Road Dog was there, but anyways, Alexa Bliss was How leaving. How do you like know? Is like, is it just because like is, there's just this Dude, one we, hotel? No, near they, they're Staples they're all se- well. I was like a block away from Staples Center, but they all separate. They don't all go to the same hotel. Okay, but I was there with a lot of like the WWE. Like, you went to the hotel that mattered, the one with Dean Malenko and Road Dog. Well, the one with all like the the production staff. <laughs> like, hey, you know, okay, first, no disrespect. Yeah. I would love to have a beer with Dean Malenko. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Um, it was really fun. Tell me um, about uh, his holds. Alexa Bliss, she walked out, and I just said, Alexa, I loved your suit the other night at Survivor Series. And she said, Ew. She said, thank you. And then she stopped and looked back and said, I really do appreciate that. Oh, that's really awesome of her. So I was like, okay. So that's I, awesome. So I think in her head she was like, fuck, did I just come off weird or something? And she was like, no, thank you. I do appreciate that. No, that's 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 incredible. Yeah. Alexa Bliss, you were a real one for that. And the next day, I was on the phone getting in the <laughs> the elevator. Oh, you again. And she was in there, and but it was a bunch of people in there. Oh, I was going to say, I thought it was like a one-on-one, like that no. scene from Spider-Man 2 where no. that guy was only, it was, nah. So, and then I was on my phone with my friend, so I was just trying to be like funny with my friend on the phone. I was like, ooh, girl, I'm trying to go tanning. Shut mm-hmm. up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Corey. You're not, you ain't doing any of that shit. I, no, I did go tanning at one point. Well, on the, we I had, don't believe you. Looking room, at you now, I don't believe we, you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little... Uh, dude, I'm pasty. I'm pasty. Okay, Monday Night Raw. Let's go. Let's get into this. Oh, my God. Did people really smell as Dean Ambrose said? Uh, no. Los Angeles people do not smell. Los Angeles, the streets, though. Come on. City officials. They got. I mean, come on. San Francisco ain't any better. Yes, it is. Wait, really? Yes. Is Los Angeles really that smelly? Okay, no. Well, okay. I will say this. There's I will ask a person who go to Skid is Row. In Los Angeles go to Skid Row. Right go to Skid Row. That is just—it's pretty bad. I like that. that. I like that song. There's, anyways. Uh, but no, the people there were very nice smelling. At least in the in the crowd. <laughs> nice smelling, but not good smelling. But, but I will nice. say this: good, not great. So the few things I will say this: my insider insider knowledge of the show. Rub your hands. Uh, pretty much only about eight rows or eight sections on the top deck were open. Um, they closed off all the other ones. They cut protect. They cut um, service staff down by half that night. 
Um, yeah. Is the word I got from? Wait, I thought you, no, I thought you was talking. I thought this was you were referring to SmackDown when you were t- talking about this. No, 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 this is Monday Night Raw. Yeah, you know. And it was dead in there, dude. Compared to the le- the nights before. I mean, what, according to you on that Slack, you sound like you had a fucking miserable time, and I was having a miserable time watching it at home. I, yeah, I will say sucked, this: dude. Raw sucked this week, and I think this is my last Monday Night Raw going to live. Wow. And it, it's it's not. I'm not sitting here like trying to make a statement about the storylines. I'm not you, like you know that they're so not bad. a form of protest. It's a it's, form of just for the sake of my own sanity. It's just, dude. No, after, Eric Young. Like after Game Changer, after NXT, after Survivor Series, I was like, you didn't re- have to go to Game Changer. I'm just kidding. Yes, I did. You um, needed you needed the blood of David Arquette right in your hands. Sir. Um, yeah, I needed the the fluorescent tube glass hitting me in the neck. Yeah, you needed Marco Stunt's collarbone just Ugh. broken Ugh. into your own arm. But it's just they're all okay. First off, they start right? off they're playing. Yeah, Marco Stunt's not that great. I mean, he go no, by. I mean, go. okay as in physically okay. They're alive. Okay, cool. Um, David Arquette. Did David Arquette is forty-seven years old. Cut his neck open pretty bad with a pizza cutter. Oh, oh. it was a pizza cutter. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I like. I heard David Arquette got into some shit with Nick Gage. But it, then it, it was, was a, a pizza cutter. Yeah, he, Nick Gage busted a pizza cutter out of his pocket. He could have died. It was blading him with it, and then David Arquette moved over the wrong way and cut his neck. He left the ring and then was ch- like checking on himself. He came back with his hand on his neck. And it was just squirting. Um, but yeah. I'm only joking because he's alive now. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Monday Night Raw, it's just, they do all these, like, the commercial breaks mixed with, they like, for us there, I feel like they don't care about the fans. They just play all these old commercials. Well, are you telling me WWE doesn't care about the fans? They don't care about the fans there live. because <laughs> They don't care about the fans watching it either. Because, right, Corey. dude, do you know how many times I saw the the WrestleMania like promos from this past year, like literally a 10 minute promo of all the Kid Rock songs. Are you going to WrestleMania? No. Okay. God, no. I was going to say like, <laughs> it was like, yes. And I'm like, well, it did, they did its job. It, it would be fun if someone gave me a ticket. If going anyone, back to New Orleans. If, if anybody, I will say that though, that I was like, the, the one thing it did get me, I was like, that song is kind of catchy. Fuck Kid Rock. Uh, yeah, no, Kid Rock sucks. Um, But yeah, no, they make you watch all these, these things. And then like, we have to watch the um, like. Look how of- great WrestleMania looks, man! Buy a ticket, buy that travel package for fifteen thousand dollars. Go golfing with Pat Patterson, and uh, then they play the best of both worlds promo. Like, what do you? <laughs> why that shit's like? I don't know why they six, do that. It's like six months ago. I don't know why they do it, but they do it for us because they don't have any commercials. They, they don't want us to sit in silence. I guess. Yeah. So it's it's. It's ridiculous. It's boring, and then it's Monday Night Raw. So it's like if you give so us, so it's a, also like give a, us a good on dark top match. of that, you're giving us Monday Night Raw. Give us a really good dark match, and then I would be happy with it. Yeah, um, I mean, you got you got main event. So yeah, what was main event? You remember main? Oh, event? Ember Moon. Ember Moon's on main event now with right. a, and Apollo Cruz. They're both on main event. What you is know? That? They're exact. They're exactly at the same levels. You know what they're perceived to be. I see. I see Apollo Cruz and Ember Moon like the exact same level. But they should be a lot higher. They're Ooh. both incredible performers. Talk about that opening match. That was just sheer. I just can't Agony. imagine. What I actually it was left, like. and my friend called me, and I was like, "I'm gonna take this phone call." Yeah. Because like you're sitting there, it's a 30 minute match. Then Balor got eliminated first, so of course you got to get uh, out of there. Out of here. Yeah. Um, but no, it's like a 30 minute match. They make it. Baron Corbin during the commercial break, he makes it an, uh, an elimination match. Yeah. And so you take rest th- holds. I'm sorry to interrupt, but the fucking rest holds on Elias inflicted by Drew McIntyre was just like I need to not be here. I'm gonna exit this tab. Yeah. Like that was that was you know that was that was it for me. Yeah, it was just, it was all night. It was just. That whole entire show was dedicated to Heat. Yeah. That and SmackDown. SmackDown was a little bit more fun, I will say that, being of there. Of course, it was two hours. Right? Um, I mean, you got Mixed Match Challenge. Mixed Match Challenge, 205 Live, and then we had a dark match, too. Yeah, but what else happened in that show? Yeah, Dean Ambrose, like, he did, like, he talked about how Come smelly. Come get me, Seth. Yeah, everyone's they, smelly here. They fucking, they did a completely tasteless thing about. Uh, oh, dude. The dismemberment. Okay. Well, they mentioned dismemberment. I didn't catch that. Corporate liability. I didn't catch that at that point, but I heard about it later, and I, I do say that's it's pretty fucked up. Pretty fucked up, and the fact that they're sponsored, the, the movie one of the movie sponsors is that uh, My Private War. Yeah. Which is uh, about a killed, a murdered journalist. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't make this shit up, dude. And... And on top, and did you think that was and that was totally a Vince thing? I honestly feel like I like, feel like sh- show these show these guys yeah. that we're we can do whatever we want. Exactly. We're number one, absolutely. And if Trump says if Trump just 
it gives a deniability. What should we do? And on top of that, you know, they're still they're even they're taking this Roman Reigns thing to the next level. That's exactly that's what I also was gonna say. And that's so. that's like I my mouth is open when he said like he's like he's you're, gonna you're he's gonna answer to the man upstairs. I'm like whoa, dude. Like, dude, what if? Okay, first off, what if Roman dies? Honestly, and I'm not trying to I'm not hoping that but what if he does and then you have this promo you'd have egg on your face no you'd have a fucking omelet on your goddamn entire body yeah it's just like really you're gonna cut a promo about and it's just like whatever so it was tasteless just like a lot of things and the fact that (laughs) the fact that you know those aopp jokes was like not the worst thing out of that entire show um uh, i mean it's just it's cheap, you know. It was really cheap just to use, and and of course, and before anybody would say like, you know what, like you're too easily offended. Roman Reigns would have been cool with it. How much do you want to bet? Like, I don't care if Roman is cool with it. It's just it's tasteless. It's no, it's just it's just not creative. Yeah, you know, it's not creative. It's not captivating. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thinking. You know, Dean Ambrose is a captivating antagonist in this storyline. I'm just thinking. These fuckers are really going there with their, you know, with this bullshit. Uh-huh. It's just super transparent at that point where they want their for they're just they're wedging their way into making you feel a certain way without considering the consequences. Which you said like, hey, knock on wood, it is never gonna happen. And I felt like there was an audible gasp in the audience when he said that too, when Dean Ambrose said that. <sighs> for the wrong, I, I'm willing to believe for the wrong reasons. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, whatever. This is the same crowd who cheered for and like not to. To poo-poo on that crowd too much. I mean, there were people who were cheering for Enzo and yeah. people who were cheering for AOPP. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a very, uh, very loud crowd. It was of course. Good, it was, I mean, you know, it was a hot crowd. I want to say, say night, it's not exactly night after WrestleMania, but it was... Monday Night Raw was... Okay. And first off, dude, they need to stop with the signs. Stop with the fucking signs. What do you mean? Dude, signs is a staple. It's a live audience staple there were so many signs at least particularly this night i felt like compared to other monday nights that like it's like i don't know it was just like people holding up their signs non-stop it's kind of a novelty at this point because like it's because back in the back of monday back in the day like that was probably like your only way to actually be on tv and so once you get on tv i'm gonna make a statement you know i'm gonna put a gigantic version of my own head uh I'm going to say Nia John, sucks. Yeah, Nia sucks. Yeah, exactly. With an X. Yeah. Uh, that was Monday Night Raw. I don't want to talk about that <laughs> Mon- Well, Monday Night Raw, then uh, we had did have Ronda Rousey come out and cut a promo for the audience. Um, you know, she she kind of goes into what happened this past week, but she's not selling anything mm-hmm. at all. You know, she had a fucking chair wrapped they, around her neck. They, yeah, she didn't have a neck. Br- I mean, I know you don't want to have her. She had, a- she had bruises on her arm yeah. from the kendo stick. Yeah. Um, but she came out and she said, you know, I'm a fighting champ. I come out here. I'll, I'm looking for my next competitor. Out comes Baron Corbin. He's like, uh, sorry, you know, it's denied. Sorry. Uh, Keanu Was, Reeves, wasn't he just in a match too? Time. Wasn't he in a match earlier in the night? So what? He's going to fight a girl. And, uh, Rhonda, yeah, she's challenges. You said, I'm not going to fight that someone, a woman. I'm going to fight you. And he's like, all right. I'm going to send the next champion down here. Comes, you know, this might actually have a chance to be a kind of an interesting open Al challenge. Mickey yeah. James. Damn. Yeah. Send Ember Moon <laughs> No, no disrespect to Mickey James. It's just, you know. Damn. We get it. We've seen it before. Yeah. Um, what else happened? So what else happened to Monday Night Raw? Not really much else. I mean, you got the low blow to Seth Rollins to end that thing. And, you know, heat, you know. Heat. Heat. Uh, the Smackdown. Fight, the fight between uh, him and Ambrose at the end of the night. They made Aunt Rollins look like such a... Dork. Ambrose looked really weird. His lines. And no, were not Ambrose. Rollins. No. They made that Rollins look like a dork. Like, I he felt was like just, they looked he, like Ambrose looked like a complete dork. I mean, he was a complete dork in the sense of he like, is just trying. He is going to be just like every other every heel. But he like, was way too wacky that night. Like he, he was, wasn't wacky. No, I feel like he wasn't wacky dude. enough. I just feel like he was just like he just like he just went by the number, insult the fans. Uh, talk about how much they smell. He showed up on a talk TV about screen. Roman's leukemia. He showed up on a TV screen behind Charlie. Hey, Charlie, I'm back here. Hey, and also turn around. they are just and the fact that like I I know you haven't you didn't of course you didn't watch the Raw but then like what they're what they're doing the with the whole Renee thing it's still so oh they're super turning her heel they're turning her heel dude. They're they're one hundred percent turning her heel. How how like okay no you think she's gonna be healed just for the Dean Ambrose story like first off there's always a heel commentator always that's fucking Corey Graves 
What, you think they're going to swap? I, I think Corey's going to take more of a backseat and let Renee be the heel commentator. I don't know. I I don't see. I I don't think it, Renee. I feel like why else are they like going to her every I, week? Honestly, pressuring her. I, like, I feel like they're trying something. with What's Renee going Young. on with your husband? They're legitimately trying something with Renee Young so that they can make her as flexible as possible in terms of just being healed. Because like, listen, like you do, like, come on, like, are you ever are you ever close to somebody who has a reputation of being a terrible person? Yeah. And yeah, but then you still the past, but yeah. then you still high, hold them in high regard a little bit. And yeah, then, like the, the 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 best that you're trying to do is at least try to find some justification towards. But they pressure her like every Renee. What's going on, Renee? Give us some information, Renee. Renee. Yeah. Renee. And it's also it's getting to a point where it's like super weird that the fact that she they haven't been in communication with each other. Like your husband and wife, and you travel. You know, you pretty much more or less have the same road schedule together. Like, granted, you know, I'm not a married. I have never been married. Um. That we know of. That we know. No, that doesn't. That that's not how it works, Corey. Um, so I don't really know the. I mean, how many annulments have you had? I don't really know the ins and outs of what you know it takes to like be in a married relationship or yeah. any relationship for that matter. Um, <laughs> so the fact that they have no communication whatsoever, it just see it. They just come off. It just comes off like as a. It just makes Dean look comes off as negligible. Renee, wink three times if you need help. Yeah, pretty much. Please, because, like, I know it's hard out there for people. Like, you know, you love somebody. You want someone to change. But, you know, sometimes they just won't change. God, what if they they actually do an abuse angle? Oh, like, it's not outside the realm of possibility where, like, Renee just somehow ends up with a black eye. Oh, God. If that if she shows up on commentary like that or something. Or, like, Michael Cole's like, hey, Renee, like, what, ha- like, what happened? I, I felt like, no. Like, again, this is horrible, and I wish it never happens. Oh, my God. But it's not outside the realm of possibility, dude. The only time, yeah, the only time that I'd find that acceptable is if you see Ambrose coming in like a wheelchair and he's all like, <laughs> <laughs> "No, like what, Ambrose?" Yeah, he has, he's like in a neck brace and everything. He's like, "What happened?" He's like, "Ah, uh, uh, fell down, fell down some stairs." <sighs> and I also just think this this feud um, is holding back both of these guys. I think like Seth Rollins being stuck in the Ambrose Island and Ambrose being stuck in the Rollins Island, like it's they're kind of holding each other back. Considering how much, considering how much of an outstanding performer. Yeah. Seth Rollins has been as of like this entire year because I'm thinking yeah. about like like who is like you know I'm thinking of year, year end stuff at this point you know, we're at December we're right all, we're all, we're and like there. Seth we're Rollins like I Fuck, we're almost done in my November. yeah in my in my opinion like he is a top five in the world number one's Alistair Black but um, I'm surprised yeah. Alistair Black didn't get called up this week I'm sorry after what I was talking about with you guys uh, Alistair Black I mean he's 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 probably gonna. You know what? It should happen. What should have happened? I mean, I mean, you know, you talked about this in the takeover. Like, did you? We're talking about like, oh, I bought it. Did you buy the um, the the, the what is it? The purple rainmaker. Oh yeah, yeah. You bought it. Yeah, we. I I legit at one. I was like, oh my god. Me too. Oh my god. Me too. I, I jumped like, out I, my seat. Like I had. They had me at that. Like, what a great week for like buying into finishes. And I had the coolest seat. For takeover because I was right next. To it was like, pretty much the New Japan's. Like it was pretty yeah, much Cow but, Palace. New but Japan, I was right? next to the um like the VIP like where you can go backstage. Okay. So some wrestlers were coming out to watch it. Yeah. Like at one point, who did you uh, see? Um, Diana Perazzo and Cash Sono came out later in the night to nice. watch watch a match. Diana. Uh, uh, Ronda Rousey dun, left dun, through there dun, dun, with her. Dun, 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 oh God, I hate that song. <laughs> and uh, who else was there? I can't remember. Well, I'm sorry. I was too busy singing the theme song for Deanna Parazzo. Who um, else came? I can't remember who else was out there. I, Wrestlers. Was, was Ty Dilly Dilly out there? I don't think so. It, who? I, I thought Ty Dillinger was out there for a I minute, know, but I, I think know. it was just a look like. Remember Ty Dillinger? Who? Whatever. Precisely. Smackdown. Smackdown. Let's smack it. It's time to smack it. That's the Day word. four. No, it was like day five. Oh. But it was fine. No, it was, WWE. After this, and like I, you know, I did some sightseeing this day, too. Day four. Day four. Um, I did some sightseeing in years Los later. Angeles. Went to Trejo Tacos. You you ever heard of that? Danny Trejo's place. Oh god, it's really good. It's really really good. All I remember about, I mean, besides his uh, machete, his yeah, besides machete, all I remember about one of my most memorable things about Danny Trejo is his line in Once Upon a Time in Mexico, where he says, "You're either a Mexican or a Mexicant." So fucking dumb. <laughs> uh, that movie is weird. Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I've never seen it. It's. It's a, it's it's a different. movie. It's different. Um, kick off, kick off SmackDown with. Uh, so, what do you think of SmackDown overall? Better than Raw for sure. More heat. 
they wanted to make more heat, but then Charlotte Flair looked like an absolute badass, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, they protected her very well. I mean, they didn't protect her. They fucking they gave her a fucking rocket. To a rocket to the moon. Rocket to the moon, beating bo- beating up both Iconics at the same time. Uh, so, I, I mean, I actually have some... I actually got a little bit of notes on this one, so we could talk about this a little one You more. lie! I, I know I did. So, uh, well, she talks about her match with Ronda on Sunday, Alchemist Page, and for some reason, Page is like, I'm going to find you $100,000. $100, I'm sorry, Charlotte. So, is she actually get fined? Because, like... It's fucking fake, Corey. <laughs> hey, you know what? Keep the kayfabe up, all right? Sorry. Hold kayfabe accountable. Ah. Um, so she comes out, and then the iconic out. a coffee, all right. Then they they say some dumb stuff about you know Charlotte. <laughs> you like, can say that about every show. Um, yeah, they say some dumb stuff, but they're always like really funny because just uh, their ex- facial expressions. They do have really good comedic facial expressions. I will say that. So then she challenges one of the iconics to a match. Turns out to be Billy Kay. Was really nothing of a match. <laughs> Billy Kay actually got a little bit of offense in though. Natural selection to Billy Kay for the win. After that, she um she's like Peyton, you're out here. What? How about you want a match? Come on, get in here. Uh, Peyton's a little hesitant at first, gets in the ring, has her match. Get the fuck in here. <laughs> uh, Kay gets involved at the end of the match, though. And be, uh, they kind of beat up on Charlotte, but Charlotte has none of it. They Well, because the Iconics try to go grab a chair. For some reason, a PA stops them, and they're like, no, no chair for you, which is really fucked up because it's like, when and ever in WWE history has a PA or a ring announcer someone been like, no, you can't have a chair. I mean, referees do it all the time. Yeah, this right? is a PA. This is like a camera person. I mean, well, since when did ever like since when did ed- what PA's, authority they have? So since when did a PA just went up to Seth Rollins and says, "Get out of my face"? I was a security guard, okay. And yeah, that, that was a local security. enhancement talent. That was a local uh, guy. Come on, come on. What do you want? Come on, fight me. Uh, but then where's I- Dane? Then uh, Charlotte hits a double spear on the Iconics and beats him down like double style, man. She goes crazy again. Animal style. Animal no style. in and out. Oh, I want in and out. Yeah. It sounds delicious. They they know what we're talking gonna, about in Los Angeles. That's like one thing that we, <laughs> we, we have in common. Like, in I, know, I know Okada, every time he would, he would be in the Calif- greater California area, he would just tweet about in and out. Or like Instagrams about in and out. He's a fucking huge ass fan of in and out. And, and, and a Giants fan. He's an in and outy. Yep. Uh, next up, we I have. Know, a, I have to watch more of his matches to find out. Na- oh, yeah. Next up, we have a Rey Mysterio promo. Um, yeah, the, really gonna go through this entire show, Corey. A little bit. I mean, <laughs> I got notes. I got notes, man. I, wa- I want to give the new fans a taste of what right. Smack it's like. Uh, it was really not too much of a promo, but they did have some cool neon lights behind him. Uh, he's <laughs> That's ta- Rey Mysterio for you. He's talking about known um, for his neon lights. He's talking about Randy Orton and his eyes, saying, "Me and Randy have had matches for years." Wow, that actually kind of sounds like Ray. Um, no, it doesn't. I'm just kidding. In my head, it does. And uh, when yeah. I try the lucha libre, I always go for the six one nine. I used to do the hurricane rana, but now I do the frog splash, just for you know, for Eddie, man. And I'm getting older, so you know, I can't really do the hurricane rana that much anymore. No, he takes um, he he does stem cell therapy. Oh, really? Yep. He wow. he practices that, and you know, looking at him right now, it fucking works, dude. <laughs> Yeah. He looks great. After this, we have Miz TV. Miz is my first time actually being there for Miz TV. Miz is super over. I don't. That's so that, over. That baffles it, me. In Los Angeles. Okay. It's Los Angeles. This is where he lives, first off. He was so over it in this. It baffles me, like, how over he was and how much, how much Daniel Bryan got booed. Hey, man. Hey, we're just we're keeping kayfabe alive in Los Angeles. What can oh, I say? Oh, God. Uh, then. Um, <laughs> I mean, hey, listen. If you're eating. If you're a cooperative audience, is still an audience, right? That's absolutely a react. At least they're getting a reaction. It's not yeah. a quiet audience. Yeah. Although I did say I felt like it was hotter in person than it was on TV. Um, so then he introduces his guest, Shane McMahon. Really weird um, interaction because, like I said, Shane McMahon was doing that thing on Twitter where he said there's going to be some changes on SmackDown Live. No mention of this. He just no comes mention out, of this. Um, just Miz is kind of brushing things off. Miz is like, you know, we did this, we did this. Shane kind of mentions like, oh, well, I remember. I don't remember much, but you know, I remember I me doing this. Clearly, he doesn't. He clearly he doesn't remember much. He, he probably didn't remember the scoreboard either. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, the Miz though, he he offers Shane McMahon a proposition. He wants to be a tag team with Shane McMahon, and he already went to Page early in the night for for uh, for a match tonight. Against 
the Bryant brothers. Who are who are they really? Who are they really? I, I'm glad you asked that because I have exactly who they are. Um, so it's two LA independent wrestlers. Uh, one actually wrestles in SPW sometimes, Kieta Mori or Murray, and the other one, Eli Everfly, who is the one who injured Marco Stunt Friday night. <laughs> so he had a match against Marco Stunt that night. Rewarded with a win yeah. with a win over the Miz. Yeah. Wow. Um, but he's, you know, he's a good guy. He's a nice guy. I saw him at the show, at the GCW show. Uh, so Miz, this is weird. Miz just gets rolled up eventually by Eli Everfly after uh, Miz is taking it and kind of squashing him for a minute. So the Bryant brothers get the wind. After this, we have this Thanksgiving feast fight, which, you know, they do every year on every Thanksgiving or holiday special. Um, I felt bad for the people in the front row, man, because that they were getting covered with food. Oh, Jesus. Like, people, I saw people, and they were just, like, like looking at themselves, just covered in, like, mashed potatoes or whatever. And you know they're not making, like, high-end good food. It's probably just some slop that they color. I mean, if you're wrestling, and if I were to ever wrestle in food, it better be at least good food. Yeah. Um, so the end of the match had literally had the New Day just throwing, they were just throwing food all, yeah. You know, it was it was fun. It was it was fun. It's your average holiday themed gimmick match, you know. Yeah, they they are pushing the whole six and one thing for the new day that they actually won at Survivor Series. So I mean, good on them. They're actually mentioning it. New Day actually has a little bit more awareness to the what's going on, and with all their writing, actually, I feel, you know. Um, but anyways, next up we have Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville for some reason best friends again. I don't know. What what made you believe that it wasn't? At Survivor Series, when Mandy Rose like threw um Sonya Deville out of the ring and take the take the pin. Yeah, or, family's fight. I guess. Can you hear me? Yeah, oh. no, not that well. No, actually. Uh, yeah. I'm sitting back the thing is I was I was sitting back when I was talking. You gotta lean in, man. <sighs> um but yeah, no, it it was weird. So they faced uh Oscar Naomi. It was it was a match. Uh Oscar gets the Oscar lock on Sonya Deville. And for the win on Sonya Deville. About time Oscar got her due. Uh, next up, we have our new WWE champion, Kurt Cobain, coming down to the ring. Uh, Kurt Cobain says, Daniel Bryan. Oh, wait, it's not Kurt Cobain, right? Yeah, I was trying to find a joke for that, but I was just letting you flounder in it. And thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I do like how he's saying this is the new Daniel Bryan, and Brian Alvarez pointed out. I guess one of Daniel Bryan's promoters that used to book him back in the indie days was like, Daniel Bryan's had that same sweater for 18 years. <laughs> So, the new Daniel Bryan wearing the same. It's not so new after all. He's just you know coming out. Or maybe he's become who he truly is. Dun dun dun. So yeah, as we mentioned earlier, the 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 promo that one Daniel Bryan had, where he pretty much he tried any not like every way to get back into get back into the ring, getting Mm -hmm. cleared, get wanting to be cleared by any and any if any means necessary by any means necessary. Yeah, and so he. He went into hyperbaric chamber therapy. I have no idea what this is, by the way. Do you know what it is? Oh, I can't remember exactly. I think it's one of those, like, is that one of those ones where there's, like, a... T- no, that's that's sensory deprivation. No, I don't know what hyperbaric So, chamber. apparently, it's supposed to... Um, it's like Captain it's, America, like you were saying. No, earlier. but it's something that, like, NFL players are looking into, you know, people who get, you know, concussions and stuff. Yeah. It's supposed to be this sort of therapy, but <laughs> Daniel Bryan just happens to use this as a vehicle for his heel turn when he just says... That I'm gonna fight for my dreams, and you're not gonna, and, and you're not gonna stop me, and all this stuff. And he tells this to the audience. Um, you know, like it's, it's definitely, it's okay. definitely an angle where it's definitely like a spin to his heel turn that I, de- I'm definitely very much interested in instead yeah. of just by the numbers you people smell thing. Yeah, that was it. This it brings this whole dimension of Daniel Bryan where like, I, he's not, he's only gonna. He, I don't know whether or not he's going to – I don't have a good read on what his in-ring work is going to be other mm-hmm. than he'll probably just be heel. Like he lo- like in the dark match, he low blows the Miz, right? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's well, working total face, by the way, Oh, Miz. yeah, yeah, That, that um, match for sure, yeah. Uh, so hyperbaric op- oxy- oxygen therapy is a well-established treatment for decompression sickness, a hazard – Is established? That's what it says. A well-established treatment for decompression sickness, okay. a hazard of scuba diving. Other conditions treated with hyperbaric oxygen therapy include several infections, bubbles of air in your blood vessels, and wounds that won't heal as a result of diabetes or radiation injury. And heel turns. And, yeah, and heel turns. And, yeah, oh, apparently. and uh, it gives you a really 
Um, need to look. kick AJ Styles in the balls. Which, hey, come on, who who hasn't at this point? I mean, at this point, he's just going the Shinsuke route. I mean, Did you watch? There was this really funny ass fucking video in um in Squared Circle, um you know Reddit's uh, the wrestling subreddit where yeah. it was just a montage of every time AJ Styles gets kicked in the balls, oh including God. TNA. Oh, and it's and it's set to uh Tchaikovsky's um eighteen twelve that after all this time just buy a fucking cup. At this point. He's AJ Styles. AJ Styles. I don't need to buy a cup. They're made they're made of stable. Jokes on you, I have no balls. What? Next up we have uh uh Orton and Mysterio. Yeah. Uh though although I will say this, that baseball slide to the to the You tweet before I said you tweeted why the fuck aren't you excited over this? Oh, it's it's Ray Mysterio versus Randy Orton. Why? Why? What reason do I have to be excited? Maybe because this was your fifth day in watching wrestling, Corey. And then that's how they're going to end. Well, at least we had a dark match. But at least that's how they're going to end it. You know what I mean? It's just a little. I don't know. It's yeah. a little lackluster after this whole weekend to finish off TV tapings there with Randy Orton versus that's, Ray Mysterio. You know, that's that could be. I mean, on paper, that's a that sounds like a fine match. I'd watch it. Yeah. Two very experienced workers who know what they're doing. I know Orton. I'm a little less privy to, yeah. you know, be really excited about. But Rey yeah. Mysterio, you know, yep. he's, he's doing good. Like I said, that baseball slide to the RKO on the outside was really cool. <laughs> yeah. That was really, really, really cool. Oh, rough. Um, eventually, uh, Randy, Keith Orton. Randall Keith Orton gets another RKO in the middle of the ring. Randall the Keith Orton hits the Randall Keith Orton. He does hit the Randall Keith Orton. And Randall Keith Orton wins. Uh, with a pin. After that, he gets a steel chair, wraps it around Ray's head, slams him into the ring post. Boo, you suck, Randy. And he tears his mask off, and they cover his face. Yeah. They cover one Oscar Gutierrez's face. Are we going to have a uh, a team up with uh, with uh, Mike Kanellis and TJP? Oh, Jesus. Just, yeah, I mean, like, hey, it's the new legacy. Yeah, God. We just go after masks. Oh, before I... Yeah, speaking of cruiserweights, you know who I think... Should be like Brian's like fall guy manager thing if he's like his number two, his second. Who? The Brian Kendrick. Oh, God. Actually, that would be so amazing. That'd be pretty cool. Just like two grungy guys. I mean, the, you know, they're both from the same, you know, Our, they're oh, cut from the same cloth. Oh, is he from Seattle? Oh, he's from Aberdeen. No, uh, he's Brian not from Kendrick. Aberdeen. The, um, he, they both trained together at Shawn Michaels Wrestling Academy. Oh. They've, like, they've probably known each other the longest. Nice. He's like, you know, when, the, one of my favorite memories of the CWC um, was when the Brian Kendrick got eliminated, like, like Daniel Bryan was just like, oh, he st- did he stand up and clap? He stand stood up like as he was commentating, he was like, I am so proud of you, Brian. Like he was like legit shoot teary eyed, <laughs> like he was like really like crying. He was so you, proud Brian. of him. I love you, Brian. And then after they went off, like it fades to black, and then it went back to no, it went back. <laughs> Shut up. And then it went back to everybody clapping for the Brian Kendrick, and then you see Daniel Bryan just like making exi- out. No, just exiting, exiting his post, his commentary post, and just entered the ring and hugs Brian Kendrick. And just like, oh, <laughs> how adorable! So that's why they should, you know, be a team together and have like Brian Kendrick like help Daniel Bryan win matches. Be Brian squared. Mm-hmm. Hey man, the Bryans, the Bryans, just the Bryans, Bryans. Brian, that's the thing. If like if Brian Kendrick ever actually gets involved in Daniel Bryan's matches, yeah, I'm with like if you're doing play by play notes, and then Brian does the Brian thing, and then the Brian, and then Brian, 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 make it happen, make it happen, and thank you for any Brian listening. So that was happened, Road Dog. That was SmackDown Live. That was wrestling everything. There was a dark match, like I said, after SmackDown Live. Daniel Bryan for the title, low blow. Yeah, Daniel Bryan hits a low blow after the match, though. He does uh, start cutting a promo, and then Miz hits a low blow on Daniel Bryan. No! And hits the running knee on Daniel Bryan and holds the title up. He does give a, a uh, speech after the match saying, thank you, everyone. He goes, this is, he says, literally, this is the most over I've been in any town ever. And he's, Good for you, Miz. This is Good amazing. For you, Miz. The Miz is amazing, or the Miz is awesome. Chance. He's amazing. Miz is awesome. Chance is awesome. Miz is awesome. You know, just like the, this is awesome. Yeah. I mean, again. It's really cool. There's a ceiling to that guy, but I'm glad he got his. As day. a face, yes. As a heel, I think he can go. He can go. No, far. I feel like again, as there's a ceiling to him in general in terms of just like mm-hmm. how much do I really want to care about him? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that uh, was wrestling, dude. Um, you know, our only show of this week. Oh, we're not gonna do another show. Of course not. Okay, I, I'll, I'll what? Say I might do another. What show. was the plan? I, w- I was gonna ask you after we recorded, but since we're talking on air, we're not doing B show. We're not doing B show, and we're not doing a new show, are we? 
No. Okay, then I'll. I'm, I'm I'll make plans. Exhausted. I'll make plans to uh to do something. I want to do a new show. I okay. Do another show this week. Are you, are you just gonna talk about AEW? I might see for if, like an hour. Long. I might see if Noah's available to come over. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Maybe. you know, just as a as a temporary co-host, I don't want you to. Oh yeah, no, so I, get still your, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Core, I get it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Go ahead. That's go cool. Ahead. Whatever. Just, I guess you're having tryouts. Whatever. <laughs> you're replacing me. It's like that scene from Boogie Nights, where like Mark Wahlberg just finds an, like he he visits the set. He finds another dude who just lo- who looks just like him. What are you doing? Another. What another, are you doing? Another porn. I'm a star. Yeah. yeah. So guys, let's get out of here. But before we get out of here, no one was born. <laughs> There's a couple people born okay, today give them, give and them all, tomorrow. Give them all pumpkin pies. So, yes, they get pumpkin pies for their birthday. Well, at least the, the person tomorrow does. Today is uh, November 21st, 2018, and we'd like to celebrate two you're, birthdays. You're uploading this today? Yes. Okay, cool. Two birthdays today. And, um, well, they share a birthday because they are twins. You can look, but you can't touch. Happy birthday to Nikki and Bree, the Bella twins. Man, talk about 35 like, years old. I mean, I completely forgot about those ladies, especially considering the women's ro- like the women's main event women's division. Yeah, you think you think they're going to be inserted somehow into this? No, thing? I don't no. think so. Maybe maybe Nikki, but Bree's not coming back anytime soon. I, I mean, don't. I don't feel. Hey man, and so, also tomorrow Thanksgiving, November twenty second, we have one birthday because if you're gonna walk, if you're gonna go anywhere, you might as well walk there. You might as well walk. With Eli- and that was cheesy as fuck. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it's Elias' birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Elias. He was born. Uh, I didn't write it down. He was born tomorrow. He was born November 22nd, dude. Yeah, I didn't. I usually write down the year and how old he's turning. Hey. I think he's turning 31. Oh, sure. I, I think so. Yeah, I know he is turning 31. Born in 1987. So, guys, thank you for tuning in to the Super Show. It's a little bit longer than our usual shows. This is the Super Show, man. Yeah, we, I mean, Super everything. Show's got to be a little bit, a little bit bigger, a little bit... A little bit more fuller because it is a Thanksgiving edition. Hopefully, we're gonna get out of here because I know you gotta buy potatoes, right? Yeah, I gotta buy some potatoes. They, they, I gotta, they like, still think I'm in the grocery store. I gotta buy cream cheese because I gotta make some cheesecakes, some pumpkin cheesecakes. Ooh, my favorite with some uh, Oreo crust. Oh, oh, bus is coming three minutes, Corey. All right, guys, for City Wrestling Radio for KCSF, I'm Corey Smith. Oh, let me live. Oh, let me live. Oh, let me die. I hate you. Who are you? Dell, whatever the fuck his name is. He's Michael Vergara. And we'll see you later. All right. Oh, God. Bye. Shut up.